Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Well, today's show is an exercise in contrasts. We open up at 2.05 with Jason Vanderfork and R.T. Goodrich of Junk Parlor, gypsy junk rock band that's party, party, party. And at 2.30, we switch gears to Robin Yukiko, who will give us cheerful melodies for Valentine's Day, uh, but melodies with a twist, or one, or two, or three. You'll love it. This is your show. The, these bands are here to talk with you, so call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or email us your questions. Questions, comments are welcome at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or log into the chat room. We already have guests in the chat room. Hi, guest uh, 1069. Glad to hear you. Glad to see you there. Um, or check us out on Twitter or on um, Facebook. Twitter handle is Music Friday Live, at Music Friday Live. And don't forget the hashtag when you talk about us. That's hashtag Music Friday. So there's lots of ways you can get in touch with us. Well, I played a little bit more of our opening music because a lot of people want to know what it is, and that's by Blame Sally, and that's Big Big Bed. That's Blame Sally, Big Big Bed, and they're one of my favorite groups. Well, speaking of favorite groups, if you know a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us about it. Go to the website musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top. Put their name in the nomination form. It takes about 30 seconds, and you could put a band that you've discovered on the air. And while you're there, you know, look around, read the reviews, check out the band bios, and give me a few comments on the blog. Well, today is two holidays. That's right. We all know today's Valentine's Day, but did you know that today is the birthday of the Stratocaster? Leo Fender's famous guitar that enabled rock and roll as we now know it. All this week, we are celebrating the birthday of the most recognized guitar ever made. Fender started work on the Strat about this time 60 years ago and introduced it on May 15, 1954. The original, schedules, the original sketches were done this week, and the basic design is pretty much the same as his first sketches. So happy birthday, Stratocaster, and happy Valentine's Day to everyone, and may your Valentine's Day include the sound of a Stratocaster. Well, I think we have a caller on the line. Do we have a caller on the line? Hello there. Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm great. This sounds like Donya Oxford. 
Yes, it is. How are you doing today? I'm I'm doing well, and I understand I may be seeing you tonight. Is that true? I hope you are. If you're coming down to the wit's end, we will be playing tonight for sure. You're going to be playing tonight, and you're also going to be uh, the, the mistress of ceremonies too, aren't you? I am. I am the MC hostess with the most tech. <laughs> I'll be introducing all the bands tonight and entertaining the crowd throughout the evening. And then my band uh, comes on at 9 o'clock, and we'll do a whole set as well. And we're well, going to uh, the holiday, the beautiful holiday of love, by doing a lot of love songs and celebrating all different kinds of love, platonic love, romantic love, patriotic love, spiritual love, all different kinds of love that you can imagine. We're going we're gonna to cover it tonight at some point in song. Are you going to kiss everybody in the front row? Uh, maybe. Because <laughs> I'll it be depends. sitting in the front row. <laughs> well, well, okay, I'll definitely kiss you. <laughs> all right. Um, it depends so, on who else is in the front row. Well, my wife will be sitting next to me. But, um, well, there you go. I'll kiss her, too. Okay. Uh, now, let's make sure everybody got that. That's the Wits Inn. The Wits Inn is in Venice, California. It's on Lincoln Boulevard, about at Palms. And the doors open at 7. They serve dinner. You're going to be on at 9, but you're going to be introducing the whole band, all the bands there, aren't you? Okay. That's correct. And for anybody who hasn't seen Donia Oxford, um, it is an experience. And it's one that uh, when you get done, you're going to be so, your cheeks are going to be so tired from laughing that uh, <laughs> the only thing you'll remember is how great the music is. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. We well, try to have fun. That's the main oh, thing. Oh, you always do. Okay, well, I'll see you tonight, don't you? And thank I'll you so you much for and, calling in. And just let the people know we're, it's also all ages. So if you have little ones and you want to bring them out for a nice evening, you can do that too. Wow, okay, will do. Thank yeah. you. Okay, awesome. we're gonna, Thanks so much. Bye-bye. bye-bye. We're going to take a quick break now, and when we come back, we're going to welcome our affiliates and then the founder of Junk Parlor, Jason Vanderfort, and the, va- the fabulous drummer that keeps the band on time, at least musically, R.T. Goodrich is going to be with us. So don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. Hi. I need a big, big bed to save the dreams that I've kept. Catch them in this linen net. Keep on so I don't forget. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. 
And we're back. You're listening to Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and I want to welcome all of our radio listeners around the country, but I especially want to give a shout-out to our FM listeners. Yes, we're not just AM and online, and those listeners are at KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon. So it's hi to everybody listening to us in Ashland, Oregon, and incidentally, Ashland, Oregon is a beautiful place, and they have the best Shakespeare festival in the country. So join us, everybody. Join us by email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You can also log into the to our chat room. I see there are people in the chat room now. Hi, Guest 1080. If you have a question, let us know. We'll be glad to read it on the air, and you can call in. Call in at 347-215-7511. And after the show, after the show, check out our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Well, gypsy junk rock and roll sounds dangerous. Actually, it sounds both dangerous and fun, and it is. Whether you're dancing or head-bopping in your chair at a smoky club or... Uh, or dancing around with your earbuds in, the music of Junk Parlor is like taking a drug. A big rush, a continuing high, then addiction, often accompanied by dancing. Founder Jason Vanderfort has incorporated his ramblings, both physical and mental, into a unique music form that I just can't get out of my head without the help of a psychiatrist. And actually, I really don't want to. Seriously, whether he is singing in a shuffle beat about how we became you and me, or a trying breathlessly to keep up with a frantic guitar rift while he extols his escape from suburbia by becoming a vampire, there is nothing Jason Vanderford and his band of incredibly talented musicians can't do or won't do. They are truly music geniuses, and they are so much fun to listen to and so much fun to see live. And they are here with us right now. Jason and RT, welcome to Music Friday. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> okay. Uh, just so our, our listeners can tell who's who, Jason, say hi. Hi, this is Jason. <laughs> and RT, say hi. Good morning, it's RT. Okay, all right. Well, first, let's get to the important stuff. What's with the dogs, those big, beautiful huskies on your website and your PR photos? The dogs. <laughs> RT can explain that one. I, I can handle that, yeah. Those are my wife's... Uh, my wife's wolf hybrids, and we were doing a photo shoot in the field where we keep our horses, and uh, she came by to say hi, and the dogs jumped up on the sofa that we had out there and started howling, so uh, the photographer went crazy at that point and started pushing us out of the way, taking pictures of the dogs, and since one of the songs on the CD is called Wild Tones, it just seemed to be a natural fit. <laughs> well, for for our listeners who haven't seen it, you should go to their website. You should go to the Junk Parlor's website and take a look at the picture of the dogs. Uh, um, Jason, what's the website URL? Junkparlor.com, J-U-N-K-P-A-R-L-O-R. Junkparlor.com, go there and meet yep. the dogs. And I have, I have to confess, since I know your wife, I know the dogs. And actually, there's four <laughs> or five of them, aren't there? Yeah, we're actually we're down to four at the moment. Uh, we uh, we placed a couple of them over the last year or so, which is good. She rescues and retrains them, and but she keeps most of them. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, now let's really get serious. You're on tour in Southern California, and tonight you're going to be at the legendary Wits End Live in Venice, and Sunday you're going to be at the Trip in Santa Monica. And I understand you just booked a show. 
at the House of Blues. Is that right? We did, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the date of that one. Jason, you remember? We just the date of that one? <laughs> it's uh, in March. No. <laughs> well, again, everybody should go to your website, and they can get the, the date of your show at, uh, uh, at the House of Blues. But uh, tonight you're going to be at the Wits End, and as you heard, if you happen to be listening uh, just before you – well, there's one of the dogs. Uh, Donia <laughs> Oxford is going to be your MC. And if you haven't met Donia, you're going to have a lot of fun. Now, I understand you're also going to be debuting a new song tonight at the Wits End Live. Is that right? Yes. Um, we were hoping to have it ready for the radio show today. But, of course, uh, you know, we dream big, and sometimes it occurs and sometimes it doesn't. But we're going to debut it tonight at the show. Uh, we're also going to um, um, put it online for as a free download. I think this is the first time we've done this. So um, we're just excited and having so much fun and recording, and we want to give people that are following us or people that haven't seen us yet something to take home and remember. And it's, uh, it's an amazing new tune. And, and it's, it's a cover song, but we twisted it up. And as, you as, all as old know the song. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, uh, this is going to be a great show, and I recommend uh, to our listeners, if you plan to go tonight at the Wits End, you, uh, you get uh, tickets in advance because it will probably be sold out. Uh, the places uh, will be packed, I know. So that's uh, go to www.witsendlive.com, get your tickets to see Junk Parlor, and uh, we'll see you there. And I'll be in the front row, too, so come over and say hi to me, too. Um, and you can hear the new song, and also you can hear some of the great songs. You just mentioned one. In fact, let's play a little bit of it. Here's a sample of what you're going to hear tonight. This is Wild Tone. She must have uh, been quite a woman from the lyrics. I know there's a set of lyrics in there that uh, says, uh, there's no more sleep for you. You toss and turn alone. Your body aches to sing to her in wild tones, a taste you've never had. Your mind won't let her go. Your house is burning down. Your eyes are filled with smoke. What's, what's going on there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's uh, very dramatic, I guess. <laughs> um yeah, you know, it's that feeling. It's exciting, you know. It's that you love it and you hate it, you know. It's the most, it's the most sparkling and the most dark and the most beautiful things wrapped up in an experience. That's what that is. Well, you really caught that well, and and uh, that's that's uh, a song that the, the the lyrics and the the uh, the music really combine nicely. Really combine nicely to uh, to do to uh, deliver that message. Now, there's another song, however, that I find quite interesting, and this is uh, "Vampires Never Die." 
What a concept. Escaping <laughs> suburbia by becoming a vampire. Is that an old gypsy tale? No, I, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't thinking originally, you know, to actually become a vampire. It was just the idea of being so uh, inspired that you just can't sleep, you know, like a vampire might not sleep. I don't know. It, it, it's shades of us. You know, I play with the, some traditional jazz players, and we play for a lot of dancers, and he goes, shades of medium, That's, you know, so people can dance. And I, I kind of do shades of love. It's the shades, all the, the shades of love and the, the experiences from beginning to end to the middle. That's kind of where I draw from, and uh, that's where it goes from there, I guess. But it's not really about vampires. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I've got a, a bunch of emails from uh, your fans, who, or, or maybe not your fans, uh, who want to know if you're a vampire. So I'm, I'm going to let them come to... Uh, the wits in tonight and decide for themselves on that one. But I tell um, people uh, I'm a vegan vampire. How about that? <laughs> Whatever that means. You only drink carrot juice, huh? Yeah, I'll suck the beet juice out of you. <laughs> uh, oh, too much. Uh, RT, uh, I, yes, I want to ask you about the drumming. Um, uh-huh. This band's music calls for drumming that's very complex. It's fast and it's layered. Now, did you have to adapt to Jason's music when you joined the band, or did you join the band because you fit so perfectly, or both? Well, kind of both. You know, I uh, I uh, sat in with him uh, a couple times just playing cajon, which is a Peruvian box drum, and we were doing more more jitsi and more swing at that point. And then uh, uh, we sort of turned into a band completely by accident. Uh, I started getting offers for bookings, and I said, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? And Jason said, well, I guess we better do a band thing, man. So uh, <laughs> we uh, grabbed him and on bass, and off we went. So um, when Jason brings his songs to us, they're, they're pretty well crafted already. But he's, he kind of lays it out there, and, and we sort of build build the rest of the pieces together. And uh yeah, it's fun. And, and Tim, I got a shout out to him, our bass player. He's he's really good at arranging rhythm parts. So I, I get a lot of my direction from him. And uh, he and I are, uh, we you know, the band's only been together about eight months, and we're starting to lock in really well. So uh, it's it's a good feeling. Well, it, it certainly sounds like you locked in. But we have a a um, an email here, and this is from Who Says in San Francisco, and Who Says wants to know. If you're in a if you're a gypsy band, how come I don't hear an accordion? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> well, uh, on a limited budget, um, <laughs> we do we, we we do what we can. Uh, I, I love accordion. I love bandonian. I'm very interested in bandonian. If there's any bandonian players out there listening, please uh, write to us. We're going to be making a new record in this this summer. And I definitely am going to be including some uh, some accordion and or uh, bandonian. So there will be. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I I could recommend that um, if you're looking for an accordion player, you uh, go online and uh, search for accordion babes, which will bring up a, a, a calendar of female accordion players, most of whom are in the Bay Area, several of whom I know, and all of whom are fabulous musicians. So. Oh, fact, I, I, have... I know. I think I know a few of them. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Are you in that? Are you in that? Are you in that calendar, Patrick? Do you want? Do you play oh. accordion? Uh, people pay <laughs> me not to play anything. 
(laughs) (laughs) And also not to sing. Um, Mm. At this point, uh, I'm going to ask one of you to explain to our listeners, and to a certain extent to me, too, exactly what we've been listening to. Just what is Junk Gypsy Rock? Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Junk Gypsy Rock is... um, Gypsy, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's when you put a bunch of vegetables in the Vitamix and you're not sure how it's going to taste. And then you, <laughs> you know, you put the, you do want to put some sweetener in there, like some banana, um, some honey to mix it in with the greens. And then you go, well, you know, this is pretty good. And then you, it's a surprise each time, you know, when we get together and play, we do the same thing. I do the same thing. There's a lot of fifties rock, um, influence in there. There's a lot of gypsy jazz, a lot of traditional you know, jazz, and then there's a lot of um, stuff that I grew up with, which is like 60s rock and punk, and um, so yeah, it's a Vitamix of of noise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, speaking of of growing up, Jason, I know that at the age of 12, you were given a tape of Little Charlie and the Nightcats, which you wore out. Uh, Was that actually what kicked you off into gypsy rock and people like Django Reinhardt? Yeah, um... Uh, Tim, the bass player who's in the band, he gave me a, a little Charlie the Nightcat tape back when there was tape. And um, I love the jump feel. I just, I was drawn to it and I wore it out. And my mom would take me to see little Charlie the Nightcats at, at places that were underage and I'd walk up and say, hey, Charlie, how do I play guitar? And he'd say, practice six hours a day, kid, and listen to Charlie Christian, and he'd get on my face kind of thing, you know, and I'd say, okay, I'd run home and practice, and then, uh, and then I heard Django some years later, and I was hooked on that, the, the swing feel, I just liked the way it moved, it's kind of oval, it's an oval-shaped rhythm. <laughs> We're talking with uh, Jason Vanderford and R.T. Goodrich of, uh, of the band Junk Parlor, and you can talk to them, too. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we have another email here. It's from Manny in New York City, and Manny says, why don't you come to the East Coast? We have a lot of gypsies here, and they would love your music, and I think you would actually make it better. I'm not sure if that means make the East Coast better or make the music better, but um, you got any tour plans for the East Coast? Well, we're uh, slowly making our way across this country. Uh, We're going to Texas next month, and um, we will eventually be on the East Coast for sure. I have have friends in New York. I'm sure people in the band have friends in New York. So when we get out there, look for us, and we will be posting all that stuff on our website, junkparlor.com, on our Facebook page. Um, yeah, we're we're going to make our way around this whole country, I guarantee. Uh, when you say Texas, you going to South by Southwest? Yes. Yes, um, we are. Oh, and uh, the House of Blues date, by the way, is on the way to that. That'll be the 8th, March 8th, in the Foundation Room. Oh, in the Foundation Room. Okay, that's March 8th at the House of Blues in Hollywood. And then uh, from then on, you're headed out to uh, Texas. So you are going to be at South by Southwest. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, you know, South by Southwest, as anybody knows anything about it, is a very difficult um, logistics situation because there's so many people there. And um, I'm happy to say that we just found a place, a a friend of a friend who offered her uh, living room and couches to us, and all we have to do 
is uh, bring her a ukulele. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't. Who can do that? <laughs> they don't have ukuleles in in in, in Texas. <laughs> and she said, "Sex or, or ukulele?" I said, "Well, we could probably do a ukulele, you know." <laughs> the wives would like the sex part. All right. Well, let's listen to a little bit more of this uh, uh, Chuck Gypsy Rock. It wants to feed on you. about that song. Uh, the first question is, is that Gypsy Rock? And secondly, am I right when I notice there's a lot of sex in your music? <laughs> well, that, that particular song, I was told, I was asked, write a song about sex. And I said, okay. And then I wrote that song. And no, I, no, I, feel I, like I wait, wait, wait a minute. Who asked you to write a song about sex? Oh, my girlfriend. <laughs> and, okay. and I said, so... Um, uh, yeah, so I wrote it, and I've been performing it, and I, I'll say on the mic, okay, this next song is about sex, and, I'll, and, I'll, and we'll do it. And, of course, one, this one night, this woman comes up, an older woman, she says, that's not a very sexy song. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, that's not that sexy. You know, like, to her, it was still pain. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so, and, you know, as far as Gypsy is concerned, um, you know, the rhythm, I've, specialized in rhythm guitar and studied gypsy rhythms of all kinds, Latin, not just swing, Latin, tango, bolero, samba, and I incorporate all that stuff in every single song. That song is a very um, 50s-style structured song, but it's in minor. And the, But the rhythm is a, what I call a kind of a gypsy bossa rhythm. And um, so there you go. <laughs> um, our, so. Record, um, our records were recorded by a guy named Jonathan Burnside, who's amazing. And he really captured the, the, the dreaminess and the vibe that I find really attractive in, um, in the music, the rock and roll in the 50s kind of doo-wop era without, you know, compromising the gypsy kind of feel. So. Well, it, it, it seemed to work. Um, we've got lots of emails here, so... Um, Cecilia in Los Angeles wants to know, can you dance to your music, and what kind of dancing do you do? Uh, we can absolutely dance to our music. We play a lot of different kinds of um, grooves. It's very groove-oriented. I'm very groove-oriented. If there's people dancing, we'll start shaping our set for more dancing kind of tunes. If there's people just sitting down and watching, like I said, playing more of the dark ballads, 
kind of a thing, you know. Um, swing dancers, people would just jump up there and wiggle. We played a okay. punk club and actually had a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, weird. that too. <laughs> All right, uh, Langford in Miami says, it sounds like you've got a little bit of Latin in your music. Is that on purpose, or am I imagining something? Oh, no, it's, it's on purpose. Uh, we, I, I, I incorporate all that stuff, because I'm fascinated by rhythms. You know, rhythm is just the heart and soul. It just, you just feel it so much. And I uh, play a lot of, put a lot of Latin stuff in there, but I would never tell somebody that we're a Latin band, you know. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so either. Um, last uh, question here is actually it's a comment. It's from uh, uh, Ronald P360 in Dallas, and Ronald says, "Yay, we're finally getting some great music in Texas, thanks to South by Southwest. After you get done there, come on up to Dallas. We've got a lot of good clubs here, and I think you'd go over really well." So, awesome. Send us, send yeah. us, and people who to talk to, and we'll figure that out. All right. Well, uh, once, once again, why don't you tell everybody how they can get in touch with you? Well, uh, com on Facebook, uh, on our website, on Reverb Nation. Um, and tonight we're going to be debuting a new single. Um, and if the, for that person that wants to know if you can dance to our music, you got to check out our new tune. I, you will love it. And you'll be wiggling around in your living room or wherever you are. And um, we're going to post that tonight. And we're also going to be playing it at the Wits End. Um, tomorrow night we're going to be playing the, is it the, the Press Club or the Claremont? Press Club, Claremont. Yeah. Claremont. Mm-hmm. The Claremont, okay. okay. Yeah, so forgot to mention that. Uh, we're just making our way around this great state of ours. And not a lot of people know who we are, but once they come and see us, they... Um, they usually okay. enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Well, we we are out of time, and I just want to remind everybody, you'll also Sunday, you'll be at the trip in Santa Monica along with the Dirty Little Secrets Burlesque Show. That's probably going to be a yes, crowded sir. event. That'll and I want, to, I, I want to thank you, too, for uh, for pulling over to the side or, or wherever you are now and uh, calling in, and I will see you tonight at the Wits End. Thanks an awful lot for being with us today. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. We got to take a break now, and when we return, Robin Yukiko will be with us. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. We're back. It's Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host, and we would like to hear from you. You can call us, 347-215-7511. You can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. I'd like to give you a a, a quick word from our important and wonderful Solar City sponsor. That's right. We are sponsored by Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront cost. It's expensive. 
Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system in your home for free, and you pay only for the power you use, just like you do from utility. Only your power bills are lower because the sun is making a lot of your electricity. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you're ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. You've probably seen their little green trucks in your neighborhood. So how do you find out about Solar City and free installation? You call 909-618-6937. I'll give you a minute to get a piece of paper and write that down, and I'll repeat it. And when you call, you're going to reach Tina. Tina's my friend there, and tell her that I said to call, and she'll give you a discount. Now, Tina's number, once again, 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. Well, there's a particular genius in creating art that is one thing on the surface and then something below the surface. And there's even more genius in creating that kind of art and then interchanging the surfaces in real time as the art flows. A song may start off cheerful and melodic, but the story tells something different, something, oh, say, stealing a kidney or feigning empathy. And as the song unfurls, the melody and the tone move back and forth between the easy-to-listen-to melody and the hard-hitting irony and emotion. Our next guest does that. Her lyrics can be sharp splinters under your fingernails, but they go in so easily with her music that before you start to think of them, they're even when the end of the song comes and the splinters disappear, you are still thinking about them. Robin Yukiko has lived in Los Angeles, Boston, Japan, and Orlando, Florida. She has studied theater, opera, and professional music. Her debut album tells us a lot about her sense of humor, or maybe it's irony. It's entitled Me and My Apathy. Her most recent album is equally intriguing, Love War. Robin Yukiko, welcome to Music Friday. Thank you for having me, Patrick. Robin, the title of your most recent album, Love War, is... feels both masculine and feminine, love being the feminine side and war being the masculine side. To me, it feels like a cycle. Um, Am I close at all? Um, You know, I think that's actually a really great way to put it. Um, I mean, my my first inclination would be to say that um, as a Gemini, that (laughs) it's kind of a description of myself and my my inner workings. Um, But we do kind of go through those cycles within ourselves, we learn the same lessons over and over again before we really learn them, and do we ever really learn them? Well, part of your art to me, your songs to me, is your ability to write contrasting music and lyrics. And um, I, I want to play a song that, that I think really uh, really demonstrate that very well. This is Chronicles of a Kidney Thief. Prove a cash to biscuits Cause a fiscal treat Can buy my seat in your dining room When you're not in the room Don't be so apotropaic I'll be opportunistic Until my dying breath So give it a rest And all your efforts 
That is quite a powerful song, that, that line that we just heard, loan me your daughter in a bathtub full of ice. What a disturbing image. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does that describe the needs of people in love? Is that the message of the song? Uh, are you asking, is love worth it? Um, you know, that I'm not going to say no. That wasn't my intention at the beginning. Um, I, at, at the beginning, the song was just a character piece. It's one of those deliciously evil um, creations. I took the urban myth of, you know, stealing kidneys, and, you know, you wake up in a bathtub full of ice, and there's a note that says, go to the hospital immediately. You're missing a kidney. And um, I just thought that was kind of a fun – I mean, it sounds horrible. It's a fun story. Um, as far as I'm aware, that doesn't actually happen, <laughs> just so everyone's everyone's clear on that. Um but I, I kind of took that idea and ran with it and just thought of this, you know, really evil, opportunistic uh, person who's really lighthearted about it. Um, and But, I mean, you can really, you can look at it from the perspective of love. Um, I mean, the, the person that I'm singing to um, is basically is the prey or, you know, someone who suffers from this deliciously evil person. And yeah, I mean, we're going to, we're going to have people that prey on us all the time. And I think love is absolutely worth it. Um, pain, pain is a very sweet emotion um, that I think we've all reveled in before. Um, yeah, I'm okay. going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we got it there. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're talking with Robin Yukiko, and uh, if you'd like to talk to Robin, it's 347-215-7511. You can tell her about your pain, and don't call up if you're missing a kidney because she's not responsible. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, or you, you can email in uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, on a more serious note, uh, you recently blogged about your grandmother having been interned in um, a camp during World War II. Now, I visited mm-hmm. one of those camps, Manzanar, a few months ago, and I was simultaneously appalled that my country would do that to its citizens. And I was also inspired by the dynamic communities that the intern Japanese built there. But you took from that an appreciation that Americans can be patriotic in any language. You want to tell me uh, the genesis of that observation? Um, well, first of all, I just wanted to mention the the camp that you went to is the camp that my grandmother was at. She was at Manzanar uh, oh. with, you know, I think, about six of her siblings uh, when she was about 18. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the whole the Super Bowl commercial with Coca-Cola and the, the America the Beautiful in many languages, I it didn't occur to me that that would be something that people will get upset about. And, you know, the irony of it is if you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's about nature, God's grace, and brotherhood. Um, and in no, there's no room for, you know, intolerance. And uh, it, it made me think of my, my grandmother and, 
you know, after she left, she and her family left the camp, she she never talked about it. Um, so I never heard her say a word about what it was like, but I could see the effect it had on my mother, and then you know, just generation by generation, that feeling of trying to assimilate and blend in, and kind of become a wallflower. Um, that that's what happened. You know, she stopped speaking the language, um, which I think is tragic. And so my mom never learned Japanese. Um, and uh, well, uh, are you are you going to incorporate any of that in, into any of your music, or have you? You know, um, I haven't figured out a good way to do it yet. Um, okay. Fair enough. I feel like right. it's, it's coming. Um, well, I'm looking. Coming, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to it. Now, I know you, you're part Japanese, and you spent two and a half years in Japan. Now, I've been mm-hmm. there many, many times, um, but I've never had to perform before a Japanese audience. Are Japanese audiences different than American audiences? My experience uh, says. Yes. It's with a caveat, though. Um, As a foreigner, um, I was something of a novelty. And I think a lot of people who go to Japan as as Caucasians or or anything other than Japanese will find that they're a novelty. And my audience was very appreciative. A lot of my – I taught English there, and a lot of my students would come to see me play. Um, They were very attentive and very warm. Uh, People that didn't know me – were also, you know, pretty taken with it. But I have no idea if it was the actual quality of my music or just, wow, there's a foreigner playing music. It's neat. <laughs> <laughs> and a foreigner who's, who speaks Japanese, which is even uh, more of a well, novelty, too. <laughs> I, that, that's a bit of a stretch. I, I, I could get by in, you know, greetings and directions and ordering food. Um, <laughs> okay. Very important parts. Um, disguising your feelings is something of an art in Japan, which is kind of necessary mm-hmm. in a country of close quarters. How did your very personal music fit in with, with that? Well, uh, I had the benefit of it being in English, and they didn't quite catch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, in my, in my everyday interactions, that was a big, um, a big issue for me, because um, I'm a very blunt person, and and I'll, I'll see what I think. And that, that kind of got me into trouble a few times. Um, and it was shocking to see how little they said what they thought. Um, so that, that was probably the biggest culture stress that I experienced. Um, whether it happened in my music, I, I think the lyrics get lost in translation. Well, let, let, let's play a song which talks a little bit about um, not expressing your feelings exactly the way you're feeling them. This is a song called Feigning Empathy. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. 
Now, I, 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 I enjoy that music on a, on a lot of different levels. I, li- I, like the, I like the music particularly. I like the, the, what you've incorporated into that. But I was also wondering, um, was the, the inspiration from that possibly a blog you wrote about Governor Huckabee's words on birth control? <laughs> Uh, well, I actually wrote this a few years ago, um, but I it it could actually very easily be interpreted as such. Um, yeah, did, sorry, did you want to play it? Or? Uh, no, I that's keep okay. Going on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, well, you're a new mom. Congratulations. Tell us about your Thank baby. Thank uh, he's three months. His name is Jonah, and um, it's just every little thing that he does is adorable. Um, <laughs> of course. So I'm uh, I'm pretty thrilled, a little sleep deprived, but um, I've I've started making music again, and trying to make music and watch him at the same time is is fun. I just set him up right next to my keyboard, and he watches me sing, which is nice. Have you written any lullabies for him? You know, um, I actually have written a song. It's actually, well, it's my Valentine's Day present to my husband. Um, yeah, a love song now that we're parents, which is a bit about him. But my husband hasn't heard it yet, so I'm not going to sing it for you today. Okay, all right. Uh, um, we just got a, an email in from Allison in Atlanta saying, wow, a new mom who also writes songs. Does your baby inspire songs, and can we hear your baby on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Yes, well, he did inspire that love song. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm sure uh, he's being watched in the other room. Let's see if he's being noisy. Are you being noisy? He is being completely quiet now. Oh, okay. Uh, Wouldn't you know it, huh? Well, why, why don't I call up uh, when you're trying to sleep, and then uh, we'll be sure that he's noisy at that point, no doubt. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got uh, an email here from uh, Mucho Macho in Austin, and uh, Mucho Macho wants to know if uh, you're, when you tour, do you take your baby, and also will you be touring so we can see you live? Uh, at the moment, I am not touring. I've actually never toured, believe it or not. Um, I find I just perform wherever I live, which keeps changing all the time. Um, I'm hoping to tour in, in the future, but it is it is a bit tricky. Um, so at the moment, I just do online shows, and actually, I'm doing one this Sunday. Oh, uh, it, well, t- well, tell us about it. how can we uh, stream it? Uh, so if you go to stageit.com, just stageit.com, and just search for my name, Robin Yukiko. That's Y U K I K O. Um, it'll come up. It's part of what I call the living room series. <laughs> which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, and, yeah, I will serenade you from my living room, and you can see it from yours. Okay. We're talking w- with uh, Robin Yukiko, uh, and she's going to be streaming uh, from her living room. This What time this Sunday? Uh, 2.30. 2 o'clock. You know what? 2 o'clock. <laughs> 2 o'clock. <laughs> 2 o'clock. But you know what? Sign on early, though, because um, the way you pay is a little bit confusing. It goes through notes. Um, so get there a bit early. It's pay what you can, a minimum of 5 bucks. Sure. Okay, and that's stageit.com. That's 2 o'clock Eastern uh, this Sunday. You can hear her stream from uh, her living room. Um, what are you going to do 
if uh, your son exhibits musical tendencies? Will you, will you be supportive like your parents, or will you uh, turn him around and say, no, no, not that? Or do you know yet? Oh, uh, fate worse than death. Um, you know, <laughs> whatever he wants to do, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. Um, yeah, as long as he you know, puts in the effort. Um, but, I mean, who knows? He might not know what he wants to do until he's 30. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not uncommon. So, uh, but I will be supportive of the firm. Let's, let's listen to uh, a, another song of yours. Actually, I've got um, a whole bunch of them here, but this one I found kind of interesting. This is Fool Who Left. Just on the surface, this is such a fun song. I, I love the music. I, I, I love the, I guess that's a clarinet that you sneak in back there. Um, it just, it's just so much fun. But there's, there's something else going on there. What, what is this conversations you're looking for? Does that, is that part of your life? Does that come out of your experience? Oh, yes. This was very literally uh, from my, my personal experience. Well, whenever I play this song live, I always, almost always introduce this as the most depressing song I've ever written. Um, <laughs> and, and then, of course, it jumps into this really fun, happy thing. But, you know, the story is um, when you get the timing wrong in relationships, you know, you're happy, you, you know, maybe you're in love or you're in like, and uh, the other person cares more. And so, you know, you let it go. And then you realize, oh, crap, what did I just do? This is a great person that I need to be with. And, you know, they're off dating someone else. Um, and, of course, I just spilled water on a computer. That's great. <laughs> um, but, you know, the conversation is, you know, can we, can we start to talk about getting back together? Um, but the song actually took on a new meaning for me because, uh, the drummer on this track, actually, um, you know, we were living in Orlando, and we had this great band, and uh, and then he moved to be with another band, and he posted a status update, I'm the fool who left, and you know, suddenly it was about leaving the band, and it, it kind of touched my heart when he wrote that, because um, I was really sad about him leaving, but yeah, that's that's the story, the double story. Okay, all right. Um, we have an, an email about that song and about your music in general, and this is uh, Rawlings in Seattle, and uh, Rawlings writes, you do so many different kinds of things with your music. How do you classify your music? What is it? Oh, <laughs> I was hoping no one would ask that. <laughs> um, I just we call it alternative piano. Uh, hmm? Alternative what? Alternative piano pop. Um, I mean, I, I feel that everything is kind of based in pop music, but 
but then kind of tangents off into like jazz and musical theater qualities. Um, but that's that's the best way that I could describe it. I've heard it called dream pop. I, you know, I've heard it called vaudevillian. Um, or yeah, I could see that. Opera. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are we are getting close to the end of the clock, um, and I do have one more song I want to play and talk about a little bit. So why don't we listen to Ocean Floor? My favorite. I don't know who the two entities are that you're singing about there, but it certainly brings up some lovely underwater images. Uh, can you tell us about that? Um, sure. Well, the song, um, you know, a, a relationship can end and you don't have to, I mean, you can mourn the loss of it, but after a while you can kind of start to remember the good things and, and let go of all the, the negativity that you carried around with it. And, and that's sort of what the song is about. And um, I, did, I felt like the ocean image was, it, it struck something in me. Um, but, you know, our hearts kind of flow around these feelings and finally come around to acceptance. Well, it, it's, it's different in some ways. You've got that violin back there. and uh, Especially the, the viola. <laughs> oh, the viola, really. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, and that 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 helps really create a, a watery texture. And did you have to work on that for a while? Uh, well, I don't play uh, string instruments, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I I mean I love arranging, and um, so it was actually kind of a a bass viola duet. Um, but yeah, I mean it it takes some work, but this song. Once I knew what I was doing with it, it started to flow, uh, appropriately enough. <laughs> well, it, it flowed very nicely. Uh, real Thank quickly, you. I know that in San Francisco you set up a, a workshop series, and I never thought about workshopping music. And uh, could you tell us real quickly, for saying about the next minute, what a workshop yeah. series for music is? What workshopping music is? Sure. Well, I did it as kind of a critique session that I based off of a class that I took at Berkeley College of Music. Um, and basically people would bring in their songs and we would critique it as a group very positively and constructively and come up with ways that we can tweak it to make it better, more, more like their, what their true intention was for the song, not trying to make it something else. Um, and I found that a lot of people, what they would get out of it is permission to write what they really want to say. Um, and, and for other people, it was to actually sit down and focus 
instead of just writing anything, you know, actually honing their craft. So it was kind of both ends of the spectrum. Um, and, you know, people got a lot out of it. And actually, when I left, they continued the meetings without me, <laughs> which I'm thrilled wow. about. Good. Okay. Well, we are out of time now. And, uh, Robin, this has been a delight. Uh, I'm sorry that we couldn't get your baby on the uh, the radio, but maybe <laughs> maybe next time we'll have to call during nap time or something for that one. But <laughs> I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time uh, to, uh, to, to to spend with us. Um, <clears throat> so thanks thanks again for being with us today. Well, thank you. It was a lot of fun. That's uh, Robin Yukiko. Uh, the album is Love War. It's available at Robin's site. That's uh, www.robinyukiko.com. And everybody should check it out. She's got lots of other interesting things on the site. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow our Twitter feed, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. If you vote for your favorite musician on Music Friday, .nationbuilder.com will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at cyberstationusa.com or at blogtalkradio.com. And actually, blogtalkradio.com posts our shows as a podcast within about two minutes of our going off the air. So that's a good place to go get them. Next Friday, you should be here next Friday because we're going to have rocker Eric Zane. He's going to be with us. Um, he just finished up a great set uh, at uh, Molly Malone's in Los Angeles, and I've seen him at other places at a pre-Grammy party, so you're going to really like that. And folk singer Claudia Smith is going to return with her new album. She was on the air with us last year, and she's back again. She's been hard at work in the studio. So check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page and we'll update you on all of these guests. And right now I want to say good night everybody. Have a great musical weekend and happy Valentine's Day. And we're going to leave you with a little bit of Darlin' Oh Darlin' by Junk Parlor. Darling Oh Darling Dusty life of ours will shine again. Oh, I promise 